Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbian shouts. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesnam. This Week in the Lesnam is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. We are so excited because we are bringing back trivia. And we have First Kill Trivia coming up on October 27th at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Already our Twitter is ablaze with all of the First Kill fans ready for trivia. So we cannot wait to see you and spooky it up with you. You're ready. We're ready. Everyone's ready. Also, we are ready for our next Patreon-only bonus episode. That's right. In season six right now, we have started releasing special episodes for all of our Patreon supporters, and they are on a whole host of things. So right now, we've been focusing mostly on some of the movies that people request a lot, but that we don't have time to spend a whole episode on. So we are going to be putting out our next episode today on gray matters you're gonna want to hear all of our thoughts on this if you if you are already a patreon supporter you can head on over to patreon.com to get that episode if you are not and you want to join you can find our patreon at bit.ly slash les patreon this is our third bonus episode that's come out this season we have more that are going to be coming out you're not going to want to miss them so get on it cannot wait also in the greater les universe there's something in the water because people are coming out. Left it's almost right. like it was just National Coming Out Day or something. <laughs> oh, my God. That makes sense. I'm like, why is everyone coming out right now? It's so weird. That's hilarious. You know how gay I am? I forgot it was National Coming Out Day because, like, I came out so long ago. You know it what happens. I mean? It happens. Ugh, I'm sorry. But I am happy for all of you who are coming out, who are sharing your coming out posts on National Coming Out Day. In particular... There have been some notable ones. Um, Madonna came out. Have you seen this video, Lee? Yeah, NBD. NBD. Yeah, of yeah. course I saw right. this video. I'm on TikTok, yeah, yeah. please. So Madonna came out <laughs> in the way that Madonna's going to come out. Um, I think, Lee, you're very excited about this next one, right? I, I am excited about this next one. I have to say, like, both of these absolutely fall into the, like, we've been new kind of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not space. But like, listen, the fact that Shay Mitchell officially came out like as bisexual, labeled herself as such, I'm still here for it, okay? I don't care that we all knew already, just like we all have known about Madonna for a while. It's still exciting and we want to celebrate when people take that step for themselves. So welcome, Shay Mitchell. If you want to come on the podcast, let us know. Please. <laughs> We're happy to have you. <laughs> I also would like to shout out Mia Imani Jones. I don't know if anyone is a fan of F Boy Island, but I was a huge fan. Are you a fan of F Boy Island? (laughs) I was a huge fan. I am a huge fan. Love it. And Mia was one of the contestants on season two. And she just came out. Incredible. It was amazing. I saw all these videos pop up on my Instagram and I was like, Mia is a lesbian. My life is complete. So 
super happy for you and for all of us. Like, it's just been a really great, great week for the gays. You know, I have to say, it's like October between like coming out day and then you got like gay Christmas at the end of the month. Like, it really feels like it's just this, this October in particular feels very like it's the most wonderful time mm-hmm. of the year. Like, it's been a good time for the yep. gays lately. That's all it I'm saying. It really has. So So that's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. And welcome to our 92nd installment of Should Have Been Gay. It was fun. It was great. But it should have been a little more gay. And in this week's episode, did I do it? Did I make Revenge Mommy proud? You always make Revenge Mommy proud, Lee. Ah, Thanks. Oh, my gosh. We're getting into our praise kinks early in this episode. That's good. better for us. So excited because we're talking about Do Revenge today, and we have a very, very special guest, Kristen Murison. Hi, Kristen. Hello, everyone. <laughs> so excited <laughs> to have you here. Kristen has been on an episode before. Kristen is our Les Hangout production assistant, does a million things behind the scenes, and makes this show run. So you probably know her from our Patreon Discord chats, all that fun stuff. She is also a mermaid at Kristen Sparkles. If you want to check out all of her mermaid stuff. Kristen, so happy to have you here. I am so, so happy to be back. I mean, it's really been just such a long time since I talked to either of you. So long. You almost <laughs> like never talked to us. 15 minutes. <laughs> yes. Incredible. Also, I forgot to mention that one of the reasons we're having Kristen on for this particular episode is because, Kristen, you are a do revenge expert. You would say. Yes. Yes. I would say, actually, um, that I am an expert in do revenge and also in revenge mommy activities. Um, <laughs> we'll dive more into that in therapy next week. Well, and uh, like, maybe can I can I start us off with like two quick I don't know, caveats yeah, 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 what course, do I want to call course. these? Okay. Two quick things. One, yes, I'm sick. I sound like this. You're going to listen to it all episode. Deal with it. Number two, yes, this is another installment of what should really be called, like, should have been gay Like, we're going to talk about it. Don't <laughs> worry, everyone. We did see the movie. Jesus, Kristen's watched it, like, 12 times, okay? Yes. We've seen it. We know. <laughs> well, and that's why, like, when we talk about our experience with, we can talk about the beautiful gay parts of this film. Like, yes. it's wonderfully yes, for sure. gay. I, we, we may gay. do a Les Centrals on it someday. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. You but know? I like, just listen. feel like we needed to talk about it. Right. Like it was something we needed to talk about. And the easiest way for us to do that is to get it on a should have been gay. And you all know how we're going to make this differently gay. We just have a different ship, as a lot of you do, too. So this is this is going in the vein of our February episode where we're like, sure, Glee was gay, but, but OK, yeah, yeah. so but like also, according to AO3, all of you agree. Yes. Yes. Like, I don't see basically anything for the actual candidate. And you're yeah, all there. correct. Yeah, Let's yeah. be honest. So there's okay? no fanfic for Gabby <laughs> like, at all. You right, had, you had to know exist. this was coming. Yeah. Like, nobody didn't see this coming. Like, we all didn't see the twist coming at the end of this film. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's dive in. I'm, I love this movie. Let's talk about it. So what's our IMDb synopsis, Lee? Hit us. Okay. Our IMDb synopsis for any poor souls who have yet to watch Do Revenge. A, what are you doing with your life? Please it is on it. Netflix. Just go watch it. The IMDb synopsis, I I kid you not, is as follows. <laughs> Drea and Eleanor agree to go after one another's bullies. The end. That's it. End That's synopsis. It. That's literally, That's I'm 100% <laughs> serious. That's the synopsis up on IMDb right now. 
which feels like All a right. hate crime. Yeah, I think it we kind could- of feels like someone was writing and then they got like really tired and they forgot to yeah. go back. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, actually, like, I'm not what, what is? Did we have to pay per word on this one? What is happening? <laughs> yeah. Like, but we can do better. Is the point? So, okay. What's our gay synopsis? I'm gonna start with you, Kristen, since you're the do revenge expert. In this Gen Z version of Mean Girls, Eleanor and Drea compete for who can be the ultimate revenge mommy at the gayest high school to ever exist, while quickly discovering that they are actually fucked up soulmates. Perfect. Amazing. That's what I saw. That's what happened. That's I love it. What Ellie, what about you? Okay, so here's mine. Drea's ex-girlfriend, Tara, starts dating her ex-boyfriend, Max. So she starts to plan revenge on them with the new girl, Eleanor, and, surprise, surprise, Kristen, finds her fucked up soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't, like, not use that. You have it's- to. You have to. Wait, sorry, should I re- rewrite mine now? Yeah, you have to. Um, fucked up soulmate. If you're gonna make a lesbian synopsis of your revenge, it must include the words fucked up and soulmate. Okay, okay, hold on. I'll, I'll pull an audible right now. We'll, we'll rewrite this real quick. Okay, here's my new (laughs) gay synopsis for this movie. Drea and Eleanor flirt for about two hours straight. This movie refuses to pay off and give us our fucked up soulmates. Yep. Okay, I got it. I got it. I did it. I made Um, made it work. I also have one more. I am curious about like your original one though. It was just sort of a different ending. Same beginning. Yeah, yeah. Just didn't include fucked up soulmates. That's all. I also have one more that's just, I want revenge mommies to back me over with their Teslas. Yes. <laughs> less less an IMDb I synopsis, more of tes- just like a Christmas wish, you know? Like, I would like the revenge mommies to hit me with their Tesla and then reverse back over me. Yeah, yeah, yep. Jesus. I would like the revenge mummies to stuff me like a taxidermy doll and hang me on the wall. <laughs> we're actually, we're wall. not going to yeah. talk about anything for the next hour. It's just going to be us talking about how we would like to be physically injured by Dre and Eleanor. Great. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. Give me Great. one. And like, second. honestly, Sarah Michelle Geller too. I, so, I, like, listen, I was I was trying to hold it up my sleeve, but, like, you're so right. You're you so right. Like, we're we're for sure going to be talking about Sarah Michelle Geller. Listen, the, the real, the real like, thesis for this movie is every girl, woman, everyone in this should be gay. They should be lesbians. They are lesbians. I should have been gayer is the point. Okay? Listen. Okay, Lee. I agree with you, but I also feel like there's quite a few bisexuals in this. Oh, there's true, a lot. True story. Like, quite yeah. a few. There's a lot of people who are straight up, I think, just like pansexual. Like they yeah, would yeah. do. Everyone is that's super fair. fluid. I feel like that's why I love this movie in general, because like, obviously we're saying should have been gayer, but like the movie was actively gay. Like they were not shying away from gayness. Like Eleanor is super gay. Eleanor's super queer and is like, I don't care that like, about her outing me like everyone's gay right like the whole thing is like so just like like fucking max is this manic pixie dream boy but like he's so bi he's so bi i mean his earrings his earrings yeah so we'll we'll dive in but what was your experience with this film Kristen? you have had a very um intimate relationship with this film let's talk about it <laughs> so so the second this film was released i watched it like i didn't i mean i stayed up like i wasn't going to bed when do revenge was on i mean that wasn't gonna happen so i immediately watched this film and then i immediately watched this film again like i did not mm-hmm. there was no pause between the rewatch like i i just it played 
And then I pressed play again. Like, yep. that's just how it was going to go. And I was just so delighted. And then I continued to watch it, like, every single day because, I don't know, my brain, like, the ADHD just, like, fixated on it. And it was like, this is what we're doing now. This is the only thing that you care about. And so, and yep. then, of course, when I wasn't doing that, I went to archive and I was like, so I wonder what other people are doing. And then they were all just writing basically fixes to put Drea and Eleanor together. And I was like, yep. I knew it. Everyone's Correct. on the same page. Good. <laughs> I, you know what I love? I love content sometimes where you can just tell that like the gays are like, wow, getting ready to make this my entire personality now. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, great. Finally, Good. because I felt like all the kids like made first kill their whole personality, but I felt like a little too old to make first kill my personality. Mm. So I was really excited that there was something I could use as my personality. I was like, "Good, I start I needed something." I was I mean, last year it was Bly Manor, like I really needed like a new one to like cycle. Yeah, yeah, you got to switch it up, you know. You, know, you got to like, cycle. Motherland cycle. slowed down, so like I couldn't like focus as much on Talter. Like I need more things. So I was like, "All right, this is going to be my new ship. This is what I care about now." And also the soundtrack is like the biggest bop of the year. The like, soundtrack I- is fucking it's in- it slaps. Every song slaps. Yeah. As I was watching it last night I just kept writing down the songs because I was like whoa 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 immediately downloaded the soundtrack and I've been listening to it like every day like driving the car or taking a shower like it's really fun it's just fun for all situations and it's the gayest soundtrack I've heard it really is it's I mean, really I mean, it has Haley Kiyoko. Haley Kiyoko. Phoebe the Bridgers, first thing in this movie, the first thing you hear, right? Like the first song out the gate in this movie is for the girls, and I was just like, um, sold. Just yes. Like it's not even it. an Eleanor scene. Like it's supposed to be not even like necessarily a gay scene, quote unquote. And but yet. it like clearly is because they're opening up to Haley Kiyoko's for the girls. Like you can't open a movie on that and have that not mean anything. Okay, but wait, let's pause on the soundtrack for now. Ellie, what was your experience okay, with so Do Revenge? I'm not sure if I watched it the first day, but I definitely watched it very soon after it came out. And me and Jana watched it and like it didn't take very long. I feel like it was like I was like 5 minutes in when I was like this movie is gonna be amazing. Like it just like from the beginning really just gets you like the writing is great. Like the gayness of Eleanor is incredible. Like, but even like she's, the gayness so of gay. Drea, like yeah. you mostly are hanging with Drea and Tara for the first the gayness like, of Tara. <laughs> yeah. Like all of them together, the Instagram, witch. so it was just like everything that I was seeing was like, wow, this is really, I was expecting it to be good and it exceeded my expectations. So I loved it. And then I just watched it again last night to prep for this episode. So I'm here. I'm ready. How about you, Lee? Wow. I feel very outclassed now because <laughs> I didn't have a chance to watch it again. It's okay. But I mean, I, I mostly like did it for say... myself. Like, let's be real. It's like not even for this <laughs> Two to my own credit, we watched this like very soon after it came out for Kelsey and I. I will say, granted, it is it was also very funny our experience of watching this because anything that's like over an hour we can't watch in a single evening because we don't have that much time in our lives. Aww. And so we did have to watch like we watched half of it one night and then we like came back and watched the second half the other night, which is a fucking wild experience with this movie <laughs> because we spent a whole day like thinking we knew what, what movie was, we yep. were watching 
And we were so wrong. And we'd been talking like so much about being like, oh my God, this is like so fun. Like this is such a, a like, it's so interesting to like contrast this movie with like the mean girls of our generation, you know? And like we were we were sort of doing that for like way too long until we found out what movie we were actually watching, which was very kind of fun. I was uh, it was just a roller coaster of emotions were happening by the second night of finishing up this movie. And I would love to watch it again because I I can see why there is value in doing that. I will get there. We've just, you know, we've had we've had other things to catch up on. So yeah, I'll get I mean, there, the, my but... whole reason for immediately pressing play when it ended was because you're watching it from a completely different perspective the next time. Oh yeah, like, it changes. I everything. wanted to see like what it would look like from that from the perspective of knowing and like how much it would like color it differently and like what whether I'd be able to tell like in her actions and like I just you, was, like, I mean this would and be it's crazy because even just like in the I, I went back and I was just sort of like like scrolling through it on Netflix and like watching a couple scenes here and there to get our outline ready tonight and I can already tell you that it's like the whole scene in the car where she's like telling her the story yeah. in the beginning is like wildly different when you know what's happening it's insane so yeah i'm i'm excited for a rewatch eventually but you know i'll just i'll defer to the two experts here tonight that's (laughs) no 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 but yeah it's gonna it definitely warrants at least one if not like many 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 rewatches like i also feel like this is maybe just like me talking about being old but whatever the older the older you get I feel like the less there's like a new movie that like really works really its way you. yeah into like your I don't know like when you're younger like your brain is more like oh th- I'm gonna obsess over this thing right, right. yeah well like, and also because you're like I've seen 10 movies so far and yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like right I'm like oh 10 percent of what I've and seen you know what's so weird like I feel like I remember <laughs> My dad saying that to me when I was younger, where he's like, you've seen one movie, you've seen them all like, you know, like they keep just making the same shit over and over. And it's like, okay, it's sort of true. But like this is not entirely wrong is the same, but not. It just really grabs you. So no, it's it's not. It's not. It's not the same. And it also, it has like, I don't know, it has like that cult classic movie energy, like as if like it's going to enter, like, like I feel like it could easily enter that sphere. Like it could be that. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about the gayness. Should we talk about the specific gayness before we talk about the like subtextual gayness? (laughs) Or or is it all just going to come through? Let's just talk about the gayness in general. Let's talk about it all. So first of all, Eleanor herself, we already know. Lesbian, out. I said this at the beginning. She's so, like, confident in her sexuality. Like, she's just like, yeah, I'm gay. Like, I don't give a fuck that I'm gay. Like, who cares? Everybody's like, gay. Yeah, yeah, But listen, I know I know, we've said this a couple times in episodes recently, Ellie. Um, but I just feel like Eleanor in that scene in the car, Eleanor in that shirt, in that backwards baseball cap being like, I didn't so much care that she added me. Like, whatever, everyone's gay. Like, she is uh, the blueprint. She is. She is. <laughs> blueprint. Like, that, I was just like, wow. Yeah. Well, and also. I love it. I really, I just really love that plot point of, like, the lesbian villain origin story. Yes. That, like. It resonates, right? Like how there's also something like really relatable 
uh, in the pettiness of holding that grudge since she was 13. Like literally her entire the entire point of this film is for her to get revenge on someone who hurt her four years ago, five like years four ago, or five, like four or five years ago. Yeah, at least five years ago. That is like an entire like college experience worth of time. And and we're going to talk about the obsession level there for sure. Yes. Holding on to some shit, Eleanor. Really holding on to some shit. But like, I feel like for me, I want to talk like, and then we do have Gabby, who I will say I also love Gabby's character. I don't want to like, but I still feel like even though we have Gabby as a lesbian and Drea's love interest, Russ, Gabby and Russ are like so afterthought the film just like doesn't push them forward enough yeah to make me care about either of them i i agree i love gabby i love i mean because we have three for sure like lesbian characters in this movie right we have eleanor we have carissa we have gabby and like love that totally here for it i love that they gave her a love interest and like leaned in and were like you're gay here's your girlfriend great (laughs) um but I agree. And I feel like, okay, while we're talking about all of the like actual gay stuff of this movie, it cracks me up as as I'm talking about how much Kelsey and I were like looking back and like comparing this to movies that came out like when we were in like high school and college and whatever. How many should have been gays have we done that basically rest on like the brother trope ellie yep i just love that we have i love that we have a completely (laughs) like white bread uninteresting unexplored sister i'm just like yes (laughs) give Give me that energy like the brother give us the sister yeah do it come on do revenge like because it's so it's the same thing and that's the that's I feel like we get a lot of flack when we're doing these. Like, we have gotten so much feedback from people who are like, what, like, can't girls be friends? And we're like, absolutely, that is not the point here. That is not the point. Like, the point is, when you write movies where all of your chemistry is not in your couples, like, we are going to find the chemistry elsewhere, whether that chemistry is, like, missing from gay couples or not. Like, when you keep getting, you know, 90s, early aughts protagonists with the uninteresting brother that we do not care about, we're gonna ship something else. And, like, here, too, man, it doesn't matter you made him gay and Gabby's actually, like, also gay and they're dating. That's not where your chemistry is. So, like, I just, no. I love it. It, like, flipped the whole trope on its head for me. And I was like, how delightful that I don't care about the sister. <laughs> so delightful. I do care about her. but like, I, I think actually liked Gabby. But I think but... it's just because, number one, she's hot. Number two, like, the act, the actress is pretty fucking good. Like, no, she's they great. They didn't give her I like Gabby. I don't care about their relationship because yeah. they don't give us enough. I like the way she plays, like, her body language. Like, I just, mm. I like the way she plays the character. She has a very You mean specific, she's gay? She's very she's gay? extremely gay. Like, the, so gay. the energy is, like, the gayest, like, boyfriend energy I've ever seen in my life. And it's, there's something so attractive about it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes when people are like, I don't get it. Like, why didn't you like, you know, this straight actor, like, playing a gay character? And you're like, because they just did not see. Let's talk Catherine Heigl in Jenny's uh, wedding. In Jenny's wedding. Like, 
could not look further from Gabby in respect to their gayness level. Like everything Gabby does, you're just like, ah, a giant lesbian. I see you. Hooray. The second she shows up. I was like, yes, oh, look, like she lesbian. just stands there. She stands <laughs> just, there like a giant she, lesbian. That's she it. She sits when she's sitting on the oh, yeah. um, kitchen when, oh, counter. On the kitchen counter. Oh. That's like the sexiest way that to sit. I don't understand it. That was good. <laughs> just like the way she like hoists herself down really like, sl- uh, yeah, it's really did something there. But um, when she turns around tell and us says, more, good to know you'd be down. <laughs> Yeah, good to know you'd be down. Oh my god, the flirting stops around. Yeah, I mean they do have chemistry. They do, but she has so much more with Jaya that it's like I feel like they have the chemistry of like a one night stand. Okay, here's my question. Her and Jaya have the chemistry of soulmates. No, no, not not to not to harp on this point. Do they have chemistry, or does Gabby have chemistry? It might be Gabby. Valid. Gabby has chemistry with <laughs> Does, the wall. You're okay, correct. Okay, wait. Let me, let me rephrase that another time. Let me ask it a different way. Do they have chemistry or does everyone just find Gabby hot? I think it's that. Valid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's that one. <laughs> it's that one. We all know. All right, Let's fine. be real. Nothing you're saying here involves Eleanor's character at no. all. You're like, when Gabby says this line, like, they have chemistry. And I'm like, no, no you're just fine. a little into Gabby. And that's allowed. That's when Gabby, fine. When Eleanor Gabby sits is a certain Gabby. way, you know? Eleanor is into Gabby, though. Like, she's not, she she's not as much as she's into Drea. She's okay. attracted to her, but is she, like, in love with her? No. All right, so that's the real gayness. And then Carissa, I was dying when she said, Carissa. you called me a human Birkenstock. And, okay, so I think Carissa's, a, sorry, I think Carissa's a good segue into, we know Eleanor, Carissa, and Gabby are canon queer, but Drea... Let's discuss Drea. Uh, for the movie, is straight. I right? don't know. I think maybe she's like. <laughs> Listen. I think that comment, the comments that she made about the headmaster, like about Sarah Michelle, Gell- like straight girls don't talk about women like that. They don't say they want them to back them over with their car. Like that's not a thing that straight people say about women. Here's here's what I'm gonna say, Ellie. They're in <laughs> high school. Drea is straight the way you were straight in high school. Well, that's okay? but that's what I'm saying. For the purposes of the film, yes, Drea yes, never yes. says that she is yeah. gay in the same way that every single other one of the queer characters self-identifies yes, themselves, yeah. right? But so, like no queer person watching her character was like, oh, yes, I see nothing of myself in this. Oh, no, I agree. That's why I feel like we need to talk about the should have been gay with Drea. To clarify yes. that, like, she's not gay, quote unquote, in the film, but there is there is a huge amount of evidence that she's super queer. So let's dive Drea's, in. like, whole arver- overarching thing also is that she, like, chameleons her way into this lifestyle and that, like, everything about what she's doing at school is fake and that, like, dating Max is for a role. Like, everything she's doing is to fill this role for, like, the way she thinks a perfect life is supposed to look. And that's ver- there's something very gay in that because that's, like, what y- you do when you're in the closet and when, like, you know, like, this is the ideal of, like, what you're supposed to do. And so, like, you try to fill this role and get the perfect boyfriend that's, like, the one, you know, it's, like, when you're like the closeted cheerleader who goes for like the football play, like that's just oh, what yeah. we're seeing here with Drea. Her her whole life is a facade, right? She's like, what is the thing that everyone wants to see and how do I be it and how do I use that to get ahead? But 
like you're so right, Kristen, because can we just talk about I'm sorry, you're like you get the fake boyfriend and whatever. The scene that still thinking back on it kills me the most the car. about the car scene with her and Max. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> when the, she doesn't even really when give a crap about she kissing him. Could not be less interested in this man. Like she could not give fewer fucks about her boyfriend trying to hook up with her. And like that whole scene, I was just like, what is happening here? Because again, like, and here's why it's so funny because we do this all the time with movies, but usually you're doing it with movies where you're like, okay, clearly you didn't have any gay people involved in the making of this. Or if you did, like they snuck a lot of stuff past you. Um, and this movie is so gay. And I'm like, there have to have been gay people involved. Like I, there, you, there's no way that there weren't. How do you write that scene and not realize how gay it is? Like how? It comes up a it comes up again with her with Russ too because she's like not into him at all when he's like going down on her. She's like faking the whole time and literally looking at like pictures yes! of like Eleanor on yes! like what are you doing? It's <laughs> ridiculous. Like, your boyfriend is supposed is trying to have sex with you and you're just like scrolling through Instagram oh looking my at these God. pictures of Eleanor. Like are you kidding me? And she's just like, like yawn, I came, get on up yawn. here now. Like <laughs> Jesus. Like, it that- is It's insane to write that character with as much gay content as you have in this movie and not know how it comes across. I'm like, that's not heterosexual behavior. I kind of feel like they do know. Like... I mean, they'd have to. They'd have to. Because that's like... it From right out the gate, like, we started watching this. Here's what's funny. When I started watching this with Kelsey, the only thing that I knew going in is that all the gays were watching it and I knew uh, I knew that their characters would not get together in the movie, right? Because I started watching it right after all of those videos of the um, actors of in, Maya and Camilla yeah, yeah. doing the act. Yes, doing the uh, the lie detector interview. Yeah, we'll talk about those, I'm sure. So I watched it right after that, and I knew that everyone was, po- was posting that they didn't get together in the movie. And so I was assuming I like start the movie, and I was like, oh my god, like we're for sure gonna have to do a should have been gay on this, aren't we? And then I realized like quickly that I was like, oh, it's actually gay. Haha, maybe we won't. But then every fucking scene with Drea, I was just like, oh my god, honey. Like, yeah, your boyfriend's trying to kiss you, and you're just like, mm-hmm, like scrolling on my well, phone. In the car, too, like, literally, he's all over her, right? And then, like, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then she's, he's, like, like, barely even will, looking he's at like, him. He's, like, kiss. He, like, has to tell her, like, will you kiss me? Like, yes. she, she was, she's like, not paying any she's attention like, yeah, anymore. yeah, yes. fine. <laughs> and then she goes home to record the video for him. And I'm just like, who are you thinking about, babe? Like, who, who is you? this video actually for? Tara. Like, I'm sorry. But like, Tara. it's funny how you can get excited when he's not there. And does yeah. that tell you something? And who is on your mind right now? Because it is not him. Also, for sure. like Max as a boyfriend is a very queer boyfriend. Yes. The earrings, the just like yeah. slender his feminine body. in general. His mannerisms are very queer, like his whole being, really. He is such a funny, like, not like funny. What's the word I want to use? He's such an interesting choice for the heartthrob, like, teen guy because, agreed, I feel like his attractiveness is not based on a lot of, like, hyper-masculine characteristics. No, it's a very, like, more feminine It's a very femme energy attractiveness that he's got going on. He's got the flowing hair, and he's, like, he's 
beautiful, right? It's like more how you would describe him. Yeah, like, like I don't he's think pretty. I, yeah, I wouldn't look at that dude and be like, what a handsome, rugged guy. I'd no. be like, yeah, he's pretty. He's, he's pretty. A, he's a pretty boy. Like that's kind of what you can give him. And I just, interesting choice. Interesting choice, let's say. Very interesting choice. I also do think you're onto something that she is thinking about Tara when she does the thing because I think oh my god please her and Tara have a lot of like unresolved sexual tension like even just the party that Tara throws is like so incredibly extra like I'm sorry that's a gay party like no straight person throws a party like that's that that extra. <laughs> that <laughs> party is giving us like um Lena Luther filling your office with flowers kind of and en- like friend energy. Yeah. Right? Where you're like, yeah, I love just you like so much. I'm gonna literally throw a party dedicated to you. And literally make like a flower sculpture out of your body. Like what? It's just normal straight friendship stuff. Yeah. Wild. And at that party too, like I just feel like you really see them when it starts, they're the they're together. They're arm in arm. They're like connected. And I feel like when just walking to Haley Kiyoko like you do. Yeah. And like when yeah. when when she loses everything, when Drea loses everything, I really feel like Tara's the thing that hits her the hardest. She's pissed at Max and wants to fuck his life up. But I don't think she's upset that he's not in her life. No. Like, she doesn't yeah. get like really upset until Tara has that like call where she says like that she's not going to like hang out with her that summer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like then she really takes it and goes like, oh, we're not having this. Like she was really it wasn't that big of a deal when it was just the guy. Yep. And like there's that, that thing about queer friend breakups and how seriously intense they are and how sexually charged they are. That shit hits hard. And then, of course, like that, that like displacement to on Tara, because I think Tara was in love with Drea, too, where she's like, I guess what I should do now is I should date Max. Like, what yep. are you doing, Tara? Who hasn't done that? Like, I don't know. I've done that. Like, classic. And then when classic. I, when I did that in high school. She's like, these lips have touched her lips. Yeah, I literally did lips. that. I was like, this is good enough. Like, this is the second best thing. Like, this is basically like being with her, but like indirectly. And like- when Tara and Max are about to have sex at that party. <laughs> and she and brings, she brings up Drea. And oh he's God, like, stop. we're about to, he's like, we're about to have sex. Like, it's weird that you're talking about my ex. And she's like, actually, I don't want to have sex with you at all. Goodbye. I'm like, this and the first is incredible. Was like, she was my best friend. Like, as yeah. if that was like a reason why that would be like, I'm sorry. No, you're not just best friends. Like, you're in love with her. And then, just sorry, crazy. let's just, uh, just to, um, just to wrap up Tara a bit, because we have way more about Drea. Then we go full circle. And at the end, Tara comes back and is like, I'm so sorry. I made a huge mistake. Like when she finds out that she got hit by a car and she's like her whole like, she's like, I can't believe I almost lost the love of my life. That's it. And then she invites her to to the party and is like, we can do whatever we want. What do you think Tara had planned, Ellie? I mean, they were in a like intense cuddle puddle before. Uh, Dre and Eleanor have that little fight. So mm-hmm. I think it was going to be some sort of. Yeah, they were all cuddling and doing some K. Like, I felt like they were going to, like, maybe have, I don't know, maybe they would have that fun orgy. Maybe her brother is cool enough. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's the only night, though. Not before. <laughs> Ugh. But I'm glad that Max didn't get to benefit from an orgy at that point. Fuck Max, dude. Whatever. 
Let's take a hot minute. We're going to hear from some sponsors and we will. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta. And I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. And you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Be right back. But let's talk a bit more about Drea. What do we think is the gayest thing about Drea? I wanna give I wanna give a shout out to Drea in her little um overalls outfit oh yeah her little she looks so cute her little she just she really knows how to rock some overalls oh also i wanted to point out when drea at the beginning compares herself to icarus like really mythology gay energy Mm, you're right Mm -hmm. like come Mm -hmm. on you're just exposing yourself here love it love it I want to lean in. I want to lean in to um, Drea and her relationship with the headmaster. Mm-hmm. Because she sees her and is like, "Mommy?" Question mark. Mommy? Sorry, mommy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like real that energy going on, and I just love that. Like when she has that conversation, when they're talking about the headmaster later, and they're doing that whole like, "I want her to run her over, run me over with her car." Like she's so comfortably into it and like she's like it's not like just Eleanor sitting there running down this list of like mommy sorry kind of things right like no Drea's fully involved Drea's into it yeah she starts it yeah yeah like that's what I'm saying is like that whole scene she is just like the gay is jumping out I feel like the way Drea talks is very, she uses a lot of like gay terminology. Like, I mean, even just like knowing terms like crunchy granola lesbian. Like, I mean, do straights like talk like that? Because I don't think they do. (laughs) I mean, I just don't. You know too much, Drea. You know too much. (laughs) Like, Drea, like, I just want to know, like, why do you know all of this? Well, that part cracked me up in the car because you're right. Right. She says, oh, that crunchy granola lesbian. 
yeah, I've seen her. Right? Yeah, she's exactly. like, she's <laughs> what like, was that? she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know her. Like, there's like a weird way that she says it that she's yeah. like, yeah, she's like, oh, I have given myself away. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess I've seen her around, you know, like never yeah, noticed. Like, oh, wait, her. I wasn't supposed to say yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's very like only a gay person would say that. Yeah, a lot of the also, shit she I says just, is so gay. I just feel like everything she says is really gay. Like, I just, I don't know. And then also her whole thing about, like, her spiel about when she's remaking Eleanor. She's like, it's fine. Just sometimes you have to pretend basically to be straight to get what you want. Like, she's like, it's you just have to like, pretend just to be someone else to, to get what you want. dissociate from your body. Yes. Like, how is oh that my not, God. like, a straight person, like, a person pretending to be straight, like, hiding there? Like, that's what you'd have to do. So, I mean... And and doing doing that whole like doing all of those things the the whole rundown that she gives Eleanor during all of the makeover scenes they're just the flirting is a lot between these two like this is a slow burn situation that whole energy thing when she like yes. got really turned on because she was seemed like <laughs> like she was definitely turned on like the hair on her arms is standing up. Yeah. Because of how sexy Maya she was wanted being to in that jump moment. Eleanor in that moment, like she, <laughs> dude. No. And I'm serious. Look, like go go back to the scene where she's putting the makeup on her when uh when Eleanor's in the little like head head wrappy, you know, like the way that Eleanor is sitting and the way that Drea is standing in relation to how Eleanor is sitting is like. That's not friends, babes. That's not. They are no. always in That's each other's personal friends. space. They yes. are like talking into each other's mouths half the time. Like they are really close. They are very close. Um, And I'm kind of into it. Like, I feel like I want that scene. I swear I thought was going in a different direction. I'm like, you're standing like in between her legs, like super into putting her makeup on. And I just I don't I don't know, dude. I wanted it. Wanted it, it to go me, somewhere else. That's it all. It gives me like cruel intentions makeover vibes. Mm. And you mm-hmm. know, like that scene where <laughs> speaking of Sarah Michelle Geller, um, where she literally is getting so close to Selma Blair and then she starts kissing her in the freaking like that's how close they were. Yeah. Yes. That's how should, close they could have just kissed right then. I mean and just like there is nothing gayer, I feel like, than Maybe this is just me, but like I feel like there's like something so intimate about like doing somebody doing your makeup. Yeah, like oh, I mean they're they're right there. In let your me face. just like, hold your face and like, and like hold you and like put some stuff on your lip. Like oh, come on, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I make that is a that is a gay gay makeover. And then she's like, "You're so hot. I've done it." There's many other times where they're super physically intimate. The one scene that I feel like is the most they should what like how do they not have sex is when they're in bed together, Stop. feet to head to start, right? Okay, so like they're feet to head. Eleanor's feet are next to um Drea's head. They're having that whole conversation, right? And Drea starts to get really upset because now she knows that Max has been cheating on had been cheating on her. Right. And as she gets upset, Eleanor like flips to be face to face. That scene is so intimate and gay, especially because that's like a moment where Eleanor basically gives her an an 
in for if she wants to like come out because she's like you don't have to be brave with me you don't have to like fake things with me like you can be yourself basically and that just seemed like that would be like a good moment if she wanted to like be herself and then she says come here Mm -hmm. she puts her head on her boob and she's stroking her hair and she's stroking her hair and she does like the little scratch it's just uh and then drea says i like you eleanor you're just like me. Oh my God, stop. It, I, it was the best stop line. Because I'm like, because you could read it as like, you're just like me. It's like, we're both psychopaths, but it's like, you're just like me. Like, we're both gay. Yeah. Like, we're both yeah. gay. We're both I gay. I see. I see myself in you. Yeah. And I feel like when I first watched this movie, this was the moment where I first clocked that something weird was going on with Eleanor. Mm-hmm. Because. She was like, yes, we are. And she's like, stares creepily in the distance. <laughs> and I was like, did I just like see something? Weird? I was like, she was creepy <laughs> as hell. Like, what just happened? <laughs> so I sort of saw that twist coming. Like, I'm because I did notice that she was weird as hell in that scene. However, I do feel like that could have been a moment where Eleanor was like conflicted. Mm. I think there's a couple of moments where Eleanor is very conflicted over how she feels about it, like what she's doing. Oh, for sure. Like a lot of moments, actually. <laughs> well, and it's funny because the thing is, is in that scene, I mean, like, yes, you get, you start to get like a, a vibe from Eleanor that you like can't quite figure out yet. And but what I think is interesting is I didn't I didn't see what it was still then because so much of what happens afterwards is you're watching Eleanor be upset that Drea's not being a better friend to a her for so long yeah. after that, right? Like, you're not watching her be upset that she's like, wow, why doesn't Drea remember what she did to me? Why doesn't she see that she's being played? Like, no, she goes through a significant portion of this movie where she is legitimately upset that she's like, I care about you and all you care about is revenge now. Yeah, you don't care about me equally and that yeah. sucks. And so I was like, that scene to me, like for a long time, even in hindsight, like with everything else that was going on in the movie, still just read super gay to me because I was like, you're like, oh, you're so close. You're cuddling. You're scratching the head. You care like you have. And she yeah. cares. She cares a lot, you know. There's something inherently just very gay about their fight at the birthday party. Like, yep. the reason yes. she's, like, she is so heartbroken that Drea has forgotten her birthday. Just, like, absolutely destroyed over it. Like, she was going to call off the whole thing until Drea destroyed her, like, ruined her birthday party. Right. And it wasn't about ruining the party. It was about forgetting and, like, not being a good right. enough friend. Like, she had, she had like, buried the hatchet. She was like, yeah. I've made my peace with this because... She was like, it's fine. I like, I like her. We're right. friends now. More than friends, but yes. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but she was, like, cool with it. She was like, okay, I, I can get over my, like, middle school vendor but then she like you know doesn't remember her birthday and like i just feel like being that upset about it when like it's their first like it's not like they've been friends for a hundred years and like you should know better like you should know when this person's birthday is but like they just it's just been this one year but she's never had a birthday they're so close already (laughs) i know and she told her she she did just tell her yesterday like she genuinely should know but like god damn it drea drea do better And I do feel like if Drea was just like slightly less self-involved, we would have had them get together so much earlier. Yes. But that's the point, right? Like Drea has turned into what she thought she was pretending to be. 
I also think like Drea's confession at the end, like where she says she would do it differently if she could go back in time, like is kind of admitting that like she did like her almost at, at 13 and just like could never have said it. Well, OK, so let's go. I know that we're, that's taking us back. Yeah. But like the initial hurt. Yes. Oh, is, my God. Yes. Do it. Please take us there. In Because also in the car, Eleanor says that she was basically in love with Drea. Yeah. She's like, she said she existed on this other plane. She glowed. Like the way she describes Drea is like, like ethereal. Mm-hmm. Like she was yeah. so in love with her. And she said she made me feel safe and comfortable. So like in what scenario are two 13-year-old girls like in such an intimate <laughs> situation, just the two of them, and she felt so like connected to her that she came out to her? Like that's a gay coming out. Like that's and you're this coming was, like, out the, to another first lesbian. time they've ever spoken too. Like yes. well, the first time that she's ever really spoken to her. And and the reaction that Drea had is to to basically in panic. that situation yeah. is, is gay to panic. gay panic. Yeah, and like barricade her closet door yeah. shut, right, and be like, oh my god, this predatory lesbian tried to kiss yeah. me. That is. That is a closeted gay reaction, yeah. right? Because and, okay, hold on. Sorry, I'm having, uh, this is, you're blowing my mind, Ellie, with this, um, digging down this rabbit hole. Because Drea, at the time, wasn't the Drea that she has become by now, right? Like, I get that there is a, there is a, a point that Drea has reached now of the narcissism, of the facade, of the disassociating from who she is entirely and losing herself. This was a long time ago. This was before all of this, right? Like she would not have been that person yet. So what prompted that response? Because she doesn't, there's no other point where you get the feeling that like, oh yeah, like four years ago, she was also like a, you know, raging narcissistic bitch like they don't well, this they don't build that back some sort of like her. really local like camp because even like her like so many people that were at that school were also at that camp like didn't they say like nosy nor like tara knew about it like all of those people that she's friends with now knew about it so like she was right. probably attempting to like get in with that crowd from then like 13 is around the time when you start having to like create that persona for yourself like she probably was but I don't I could see her just being the type of person then who would still just be like oh you're gay okay like there's no need for her to throw Eleanor under the bus the way that she did unless she's she's scared that people will think she's gay she's gay yeah she is like shoving herself back in the closet and being like I cannot in any way be associated with this and she's like throwing Eleanor under the bus being like this scary lesbian trying to kiss me. I don't want that, you know. And I'm like that's a that's a gay panic response to yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. I mean it's the same Regina George gay mm-hmm. panic yes. that we've seen. Yeah, it's basically actually it's a very similar origin story. Yeah. I mean this this film is very Mean Girls inspired. Yeah. In a cool, in an interesting way. It's, it's almost the same origin story, pretty much. Yes. It's not yes. a regular teen movie. It's a cool teen movie, Ellie. Yeah. But, like, I think that that's what makes it so, like, inherently gay, which is, like, how I feel like a lot of people have experienced that, like, that, that exact thing on both sides. 
on like I'm a closeted lesbian and I'm scared and uh, like I will say like that was me like I had every one of my friends come out to me like so many of them and like every single time they'd come out to me like I didn't (laughs) I didn't say hey this is a predatory lesbian who kissed me but I when I was in high school like one of my friends came out to me and I was like I have to distance myself from her like it was like oh, we drifted apart. But like, I know deep down, like we drifted apart because she came out to me. Because and I was you. like, yeah, I think it's it's freaking me out that every person that I'm friends with is a lesbian. Like this is like weird. it's like the world is trying to tell me something yeah, and I'm so not like, ready to hear maybe it. I should get some more straight friends. And I never very, did. very much the uh, plugging your ears approach to just la, like la, 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 la. <laughs> Literally. Well, she well, it was my senior year and she had just gone to college. And so our like my junior year, we were super close. Then she went to college and then she came back for like break and was like, so mm. I need to tell you something like I went to college and now I'm gay. I went to college and I'm gay now. And I was like, oh, OK, like I was like, OK, I'm fine in the moment. But then afterwards I was like, all right, bye. Never talking again. Oh, no, baby. Yeah. <laughs> baby but like gay. that's real. <laughs> that is real. Yeah. Yeah. So and like, that's a very common real gay t- response to I that. Yeah. Like you guys have talked a lot before about how like just people in the closet like when you're closeted like you're not the nicest person usually like I mean you're already it's just it's hard like you can't really be like a nice person while you're also trying to like protect yourself Mm -hmm. and I mean Drea has so much other shit too right it's like okay she's in the closet she's trying to protect herself from that she doesn't have as much money as anyone in her school so she's like always in fight or flight and so like the only person that she cannot be in that with is Eleanor and that's why I feel like just to bring it back, like their love story is so nice because you're like, yeah, this is the, the fact that she trusts Eleanor to be at her house, a thing that she never allows anyone at. Like, I mean, not she Max, bring not Tara. anyone no. there. And she's like, come in my bed, Eleanor, NBD. Like they're constantly yeah. in bed together. They're in bed together a lot. Dude, like, they are the either in bed film. together or Drea is like. The amount of times that she talks to Eleanor while <laughs> gently and lovingly cupping holding. her head in her hands, like holding her neck, like yeah. massaging Listen. along the little hairs at the back of the neck, like what are you doing? Like <laughs> once again, Ellie, I love you so much, but like we would if never we had a know. whole conversation the entire time with just like gently like cradling your entire face lovingly in my hands like well it would be difficult because we'd have to stand on like (laughs) yeah i'd need a stool (laughs) (laughs) but that is a dating move that's it's it's not a that's not a platonic friend thing friends don't do that no like i'll give you maybe they're like okay fine she's doing her makeup she has to be close the number of conversations that they have at a face distance apart that is just not straight platonic distance that's not that's not how that's not how we talk to each that's not how girls talk like that's not a thing i don't just go up and like talk to my friends by being like grab your face bring it three inches from my face and then have like a passionate (laughs) intense discussion about like revenge no that's not (laughs) Not. and call yourself revenge mommy and tell her to make you proud oh my god like are you kidding listen really The the tension between the two of them is. She also refers to herself as Frankenstein and her as and Eleanor as Frankenstein's bad bitch. And like horror is inherently queer. So like, I just think. So true. So true. No, they just they have a lot of conversations like that is all I'm saying. And like, it's a lot to sit through. That's all. It's a lot. It's 
it's a whole lot and I'm kind of into it. And <laughs> I feel like so I had one more thing about Tara. I think Tara actually is kind of has a thing for Eleanor too, like at Ooh, one point. Ooh, yeah. Because Go there. Tara, like the second that she sees Eleanor and realizes that she like doesn't know who this hot chick is, she's like, Oh my god, who are you? And she like strokes her arm really slowly and like she's like really into it. Like she, I just I don't know. I felt like there was something there. Well, yeah, and she immediately invites her. She's like, You're with us now. Yeah, she's like, come lay with us on our little weird love couch. Well, yeah, she's like, I lost my last girlfriend. Like, yeah, she needs a new girlfriend. I have a void to fill. (laughs) Listen, she needs a new girl. She Mm -hmm. needs a new girl. Mm -hmm. And I just, they, God, I, you know, it's funny, Kristen, that I I had not even thought to look up fan fiction of these two yet because I bet it's. It's literally all Eleanor and Drea. There's almost nothing with Gat. Like, there are ones where they're still dating the others, but like the, it is end game to be Jay and Eleanor. So like the whole point is that they're going to break up like, or there's a lot of like jealousy ones where like they're like, mm. you know, it's just. Well, because let's be fair. Their energy is fucking toxic a lot of the time. Their energy is very possessive and toxic. It's toxic and... in the way that lesbians love. And like, we're not going to apologize yeah. for that. It's no. just. I'm it into is, it. So it is I mean, even Gabby was like, I'm into it. I think it's hot. Like, I'm here for it. Like, yeah, she hears about how toxic they are. And then is like, let me keep being in on that. Like, And then too. OK, so let's talk about Drea and Eleanor towards the end. As we talk about Endgame, right? Like, we find out that Eleanor's batshit has been planning this revenge <laughs> for however many years. For like five years. Honestly, hair, hair up on my arms when Eleanor is cooking her <laughs> cooking the grilled, her cheese. grilled cheese and then Dude. she gives her the burnt one insane energy I really liked her um her bathtub scene where like Oscar winner Olivia Coleman has their own bathtub yes and they're both in like little matching bathtubs wait I also had another note about Oscar Oscar winner Olivia Coleman which is first of all the name is super gay because of course it's Eleanor but second for Drea Drea makes Drea starts making outfits for her girlfriend's animal for their shared lizard you like now so true that's not straight like, she immediately bonds with the lizard and makes it little dresses and stuff. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's no, not, not straight activity. Not straight. But yes, Eleanor, scary as hell. Glenergy on fire. The Glenergy. The Glenergy is real. And <laughs> I feel like, I mean, this this moment between them is, like, so intense, but also super sexually charged. Like, every moment between them. And then, but I, like, I feel like the thing that I love about this whole story in general is like, okay, now we finally get the real person that we need to get revenge on. King Max yeah. finally gets Max. his shit. But and- okay, but he only gets his shit because Eleanor has that Eleanor comes baby. <laughs> to that party prepared. Yeah. Right? Yes. Like and she, I mean, I'm sure you can you can look at it as like, oh, she comes prepared to like Destroy finally, all of them. like destroy Drea's life, but like she easily could have, like easily, yeah. and instead just she probably takes, has enough footage on there to do it. Yes, takes the very first opportunity to like step in and save Drea, save like. Drea, throw it all away for the girl of her dreams, and is like, boom, bitch, double assurance, and you're like, sick. Sick. Well, I also think I wouldn't have had that <laughs> moment if Drea hadn't had a change of heart too and was like, 
even true. though you came at me like a complete psycho, I still love you. She even also, though like, you hit me far. with your car. In no, my car. Oh my God, I forgot. <laughs> no, okay. But like, there's a difference between like love tap hitting someone with your car and like, I don't know. Like, I just felt like Drea Putting went someone too in far. the hospital. Yeah. No, no, no. I just, no, I with the like nosy when, Nora. I felt like when Drea oh, brought up the yeah. nosy Nora thing, like, I honestly felt like that was too far. Like, there are some things you can attack and some things you can't. And like that. So was someone's too far entire just, physical body's fine. <laughs> I just, you know, I just thought. <laughs> You're like, skeletal damage is acceptable, <laughs> but emotional's where I draw the line, you know? <laughs> I just mm. thought that was worse. I don't know why. Like, to me, that just seems worse. I don't know. But she. <laughs> She's she preying like on she her like insecurities. She is preying. Yeah. Sticks and yeah. stones are totally fine, but words are where I draw the line. There we go. I got you, Kristen. Yeah. I got See, you. See, thank you. See, that is a real thing. Yeah. Okay. Sticks and stones, okay? Yes. Like, Famously like, a real thing that like people you just made like, that. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, oh, also when she's in the hospital, she says, I was going to bring you Elsa, an Elsa balloon. An Elsa balloon. Which is just the gayest of all Disney princesses. The gayest one you could choose. Also, can we talk about Sarah Michelle Gellar aggressively trimming her, like, freaking bonsai? bonsai. Like, are you kidding me? She's aggressively trimming her bush right now? Like, are you, really? (laughs) That was the most innuendo. She literally was like, it's going to be bald by the end of this. What are you doing? Like, what is this for? Like, that that couldn't have been anything else. Like, that had, it had to be what it was. No, no, no. That was for sure what it was supposed to be. <laughs> for sure. She just wanted to talk about her bush with Drea, okay? I'm sorry. And so intense. But yeah, at that final scene, like, we wouldn't have had Max. We wouldn't have brought Max down if Drea didn't bring Eleanor to, like, apologize to her and basically say like I am so sorry I should not not have done that I don't know why I keep like bringing myself down to their level you're the only person that I've ever cared about you're the only person I've had any fun with this entire year and she says only person the only one which implies that she didn't have any fun with Russ full well knowing she literally had an entire like fun paint scene with Russ and she just said it wasn't fun She's like, Russ went down on me how many times? None of that was fun. No. Not even a single time was no. fun. <laughs> only. She says the only person. That really got me. I also like when they go through that like little lights tunnel and it looks like they're in a tunnel of love at like a carnival. Oh my god, they like, for really sure. And they she, listen. Yeah. They should have they there are so many times in this movie where I'm just like, and kiss. kiss. Like the pinning the brooch was kiss. very sexually charged. Yes. I yes. was I wrote that down so hard. She first of all, like <laughs> Drea's boobs are just like squished up, <laughs> and she like super slowly is just like spends her time putting the brooch brooch right around where her boobs are. Oh, it is so intense. It's so much. I also uh super the beach scene at the end, like when they're just like sitting and like casually drinking their champagne bottles yeah, on the beach I, at the end before they run the into the water together. And I'm just they like, run that's off into the sunset. Like, come that's on, that's when been you the make ending. out. That's when you do your hot beach make out in the water. Like they could have just made out and on the sand or something, and then that could be it. Like they don't have to get back with like they could have just like talked. They didn't have. They could have ended it there. They didn't yes. have to bring back. I in hate the, the credit scene. Like, yes. that was so unnecessary. Or, or they like, could have kissed in the to... car when they get in the car together at the end. Like, um, end it with the Thelma and Louise car scene. Like, do yes. that. They literally, oh, God. They get into a car singing, bitch. Right. That is the gayest song ever. <laughs> yes. 
they could yes. have literally just kissed then and then driven off into the sunset together and we would be we wouldn't even be having this discussion like Drea has her arm around Eleanor and Eleanor's like yes finally yeah. well and also Eleanor like okay here's why I love this final scene because Eleanor does not go back to being like the chill t-shirt backwards baseball cap lesbian no that like she has been the Apparently whole time. for the past five she's years. Like, she's like, oh, I got to go pick up Drea. I better wear like a cute, deep V pushed up, get the girls on display, <laughs> do the little wave from the car kind of lesbian where she's like, Drea, Drea, you she, couldn't see them in my t-shirts, but like, do Drea, you see them now? Cute, Are you into don't, them? Do you like, like my, bo- my boobs? Look good. Like literally she changes her outfit after hitting Drea with a car so yes. that she can wear a nicer outfit for Drea to see her in. Like what, is, what are you doing? Literally Unreal. there was no one, the only person she was going <laughs> no. to run into was Drea. Was Drea at the hospital. Like she, she changed for her. She's like, yes, I hit you with my car, but also, have you seen my boobs? Insane. <laughs> Unhinged. Also, like, that jumpsuit itself, isn't that, like, rainbow colored? It's uh, it's a lot. It wasn't like, rainbow, but it was a lot. It's yeah. almost like Halloween spooky colors. It was, like, yeah. weirdly clown-like. I don't know what was going on there. Yeah. But the costuming in this sure. is on point. <laughs> the wardrobe was kind of amazing the entire time, honestly. <laughs> Also, like, I don't know if anyone else noticed this but me, but Carissa and Russ have matching friendship necklaces. I didn't Wait, know who that. So, yeah, they're both wearing these, like, padlock necklaces the whole time. And I'm like, okay, so, like, what is that? Like, you guys are wearing matching necklaces. Like, I don't know. I just felt like there's something, something they're not telling us. There's something Russ they're has, not telling there's us. There's something they're not telling us. Russ what? has, like, very queer energy, too. Like, I don't know. Like, I could see... Like, Russ maybe being, like, trans, and then, like, you could put them together. I don't know. Or Russ bisexual hooks up with Max at the end. You know, give us something. I genuinely think Max and, what's that guy's name? Um, Elliot. I think that they've, like, done it. Oh, they're going to fall in love. Oh, they for sure have. There's a point where Elliot literally says, I love you, not like a friend. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, I I don't know of a delicate way to put this, but, like... Their dicks have been in each other's mouths, like for sure. <laughs> well, like, also, I mean, that's that not a question. It's okay. That's not a question. I'm like, I don't know a play. delicate way to say this either, but like, Elliot loves eating ass. Elliot loves eating ass. <laughs> he, he tells literally everyone that we finna be eating any ass we want. I mean, he's literally like, go eat yeah, ass. Yeah, that's his whole right thing. Now. <laughs> I can't laugh this hard without coughing. Has, I can't do that. He has like a 20 minute conversation about why everyone needs to be eating absolutely any ass they can. It's incredible. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I've it's, never in my life heard a straight man like talk that much about eating ass. Like, it's just not, it's just not a thing. No. That's not. And I'm done. I gotta. I gotta go, everyone. Come that's on. that's me for the episode. And we didn't know we were gonna get here, but here we are. Wow. Um, but I Amazing. agree that Elliot and Max <laughs> have some sort of thing together. But I also feel like at the end, Elliot was like there. I think Elliot was really in love with Max. So like yeah. when he sees the video of Max being a complete dick, I think he's like, wow, like he, actually hurt. Yeah, he because he, he's like, get out too. Yeah. 
Like, Which he has never turned on him before. Because even before, he knew it was him. Like, during that whole exchange where it's like, I love you, Dre, I wouldn't do that to you. Oh, like, yeah, his, his face. His, his face was like fucking, like, he didn't believe him at all. No. no. But yeah. Like, his, nobody believed him. I think his whole vendetta against Drea was like, I feel like Elliot was like, wow, you cared about Drea more than me. Yeah. That's why he's like, get out. Goodbye. Damn. But yeah, Drea, so how many fanfics are up right now of Drea and Eleanor? We can check. Ooh, let's go. Yeah, let's get some stats. Let's get the numbers. Do you have one that you like? I I, we haven't read a good fan a good fic on the show in a while. I feel like it'd be good to like end with a fun (laughs) fanfic of Drea and Eleanor. Just like I just I felt like the whole time like so what I liked about Eleanor and Drea is like when Eleanor was like I'm in charge now and like I don't know like that really did it for me. I don't know. I mean I felt like I felt like she was like two seconds away from busting out a collar and just like handing it to Eleanor to Drea. I don't I don't know of a delicate way to say. Oh God. I don't know. I don't know if a delicate way to say this, but these two would be fucking insane in bed together. Insane. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Unreal. Unreal. I also like genuinely think they'd have like a weird pet owner dynamic. Like I just I'm like, where is it? Like I'm just waiting for it personally. I've actually they there are already fan They already do have pet owner dynamics with revenge mommy. They already do with the revenge mommy yeah. thing. And then I just feel like there's that like femdom energy. And I just I'm I just want one of them to put a collar on. I don't think that's too much to ask, honestly. No, I feel like these two <laughs> we're going <laughs> we're going to go to some weird places. <laughs> I feel like these two. I'm just over once... here. Like, can we put one of them on a leash and like just show it? I just want to see it. I just yeah. think I deserve I I feel like we deserve that. I also feel like we deserve the fact that I you know. I would die on this hill. You cannot convince me that these two would not invite the headmaster into their bedroom together. Oh, for oh, no. sure. And be and like, also, like, for whatever reason, Sarah Michelle Geller as a headmaster has, like, a lot of femdom energy. Yes. Like, in those suits. Yes. Like, she's really crushing it. She's, the way she walks, even. Just, like, something about it. Really she's commanding. so good in this. I, like, listen. As, as though I didn't love Sarah Michelle Geller enough. Her in this movie, I was just like, what a delightful cameo to like see you back on our screens in because what is happening? Like what is happening? What was the direction that was given for this character? Was the direction that was given like, hey, basically come in and like be borderline like inappropriate with all of your female students? Because like it has to be. Okay. What else could it have been? I I couldn't tell you. She she also I liked her little like callback where she's like, you're never more alive than when you're 17. You know, I thought that was cute. Sorry, I'm in a zone finding this fanfic. An alternate version of the beach scene. This is what I want. Yes, this is what I want. (laughs) Okay, wait, while Ellie looks up fan fiction, can we just do like a quick I'm going to call it a lesbian rabbit hole, even though this is like the furthest thing from that. Um, I did not realize because I think I watched the PLL reboot after I watched this movie, mm-hmm. um, I did not clock Montana oh, that she, that, yeah. as as being Noah from the PLL reboot, which I get that the PLL reboot also wasn't gay, but also it was gay. But also it was. We probably will be talking about that at some point. <laughs> but also well. it was. But by by the transitive property, The Kristen, entire origin story of the PLL reboot is gay, yes. so therefore so it's gay. Therefore it's gay, and it feels like a lesbian rabbit hole to me, but yes. Anyways, right. I don't know where we are now. With, with What's happening? What are we talking about? We're going to read this fanfic. Let me read who it's by. So this is 
by Heavy Air. It's called Do Revenge, A Lingering Feeling, an alternate ending to the beach scene. Which is all we needed. So I will be reading for Eleanor. Kristen, you'll be reading for Drea. And Lee, you'll be the narrator. What do you want? The brunette whispers as much as she can while standing this close and in this cool of water (laughs) and with this amount of alcohol in her system. This. The blonde murmurs back just as quietly. And as her fingers finally round Drea's shoulders, <laughs> Eleanor lets them rush to hold either side of the brunette's face. Sorry, of course, of course, because they are constantly cupping that's each other's how, face. That's okay. her thing. It's Drea who closes the space between them, their lips finally meeting, their lips finally tasting one another, their lips finally dancing against one another. I it's like the short. finalies in italics. So many finalies. It's short and it's sweet and it's nice and it's fun. Then Drea's pulling back but keeps an ironclad hold onto the blonde's waist. Hey, you want to fuck around and join the Peace Corps too? Eleanor laughs, her breath <laughs> slamming across the brunette's face. <laughs> Why the hell not? This time, they both move and the kiss becomes much, <laughs> much, much deeper. Uh, and I just hot, like, hot, hot, hot. I'm here for it. That's why I really like that they use this so nice, so sweet, so fun. Like when she said <laughs> the dinner scene. That's I mean, that's I love why it. we shout, shout out to uh, Heavy Air on AO3. Um, Honestly, yeah. thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for that. <laughs> and also thank, thank you. you. Um, that's the ending that we all wanted. And I think, you know, we can all agree. It's the ending we deserve. It's the ending we deserved. That do revenge, particularly Drea and Eleanor. Should have been gay. Should have been gayer. Should have been, been gayer. So who's our ship? Well, clearly. I mean, please. <laughs> so Drea and Eleanor, what's their ship name? Do they have one, Kristen? You would know. I I honestly don't know. Um, I haven't seen anyone like use Drelinor. one. Yeah, Drelinor. Alea. Yeah, Alea, Drelinor. Good enough Elenea. for me. I'm kind of here for Drea, Dre, Drelinor. Drea. What did we Drelinor. just say? Drelinor. I've lost Dre, it already. Drelinor. 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 Yeah. Drelinor. Yeah. All right. It's time. Let's do our wait, 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 wait. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that. Wait. Hold on. I have so many other ships, Ellie. There are you so many it? more Please. ships, All right, fine. What I'm sorry. Doing? More we got a ship, more Drea ships. And, and Tara. Okay. Drea and Tara. Okay. Drera. But their names are so short. T- yeah. Drera. Tara. Terre, Terreya? I got Tre- nothing. Treya. Treya, I'm here for it. I ship them. Treya. Um, I ship, wait, what's the other, it, not Montana, what's the other one? Megan. Megan and Montana, I ship them so hard. Okay. Yep. Like, they're I so clearly like, together. They're already together. So this yeah. is like stupid because it was like five seconds, but right at the beginning, there was this girl named Ariana who wanted to wear Drea's skin. Yes. And I just felt like, you know, let her. Like, I just so like. Ariana wait, and I'm sorry, Drea's I'm still on Megan and Ariana Montana and, and like, I'm still. <laughs> Hold on. I'm still Megan in Montana, and I don't know what a delicate way to say <laughs> What? But, like, their tongues have been... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, sorry. Let's continue. Um, who else do I ship? I ship the headmaster with fucking everyone in this movie. Everyone. everyone. Just every, everyone. I don't even know. Um, oh, um, um, what's her name? Erica, the girl who gets who Erica and her friend Jessica. I don't know the delicate way to say this. <laughs> They've snort also, cocaine off of each other's clips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I was gonna say she like eats cocaine out of her ass, like you know, like like you do. But 
but you know, I feel like that can't be safe. What do not do this at home. This do not do this Let's at home. Do that. I, What's I happening? I do not recommend doing that. This movie, this movie has made us unhinged. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's the revenge mommy of it. Um, but um, it's the revenge mommy of it all. Also, like the fact that that's Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner was so good. What a such a good cameo like just incredible when she is incredible. drawing the picture of Drea Erica's drawing like the horn to Drea I also she also thought, gets like, real close to Drea with, her obsession with her like vendetta against Drea is yes. also a little gay and the way she holds so Drea's true. face like what was that like I love there your is a lot of like, face okay. cupping in this movie okay a lot like, I kind of think everybody, like, Drea was right at the beginning with the cupcakes when she said everybody wants to take a bite out of her. Like, she's right, but, like, in a sexual way. Yes. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I ship a lot of other people. Please let me have my ships. Thank Lots you. Lots of ships. All right. <laughs> now. Ships, thank you. And now we're going to go to our Q&A. Here we go. Wait, we didn't talk about Allegra. The Instagram witch? Yeah, the Instagram oh witch. Oh, my God. Well, like, we all know witch equals gay. Her entire Therefore, coven. Gay. I think Allegra's oh, dating her whole. Oh coven, yeah. Also, basically. the thing that I that cracked me up. She made a girl levitate, quote unquote, at a sleepover. She was we saw levitating. Buffy. We know yeah, what yeah. makes girls sure. levitate. Okay. Yeah. We know. That's all I'm saying. We know what you're talking about. We know. But you're correct. Instagram witch, gay. Clearly gay. Okay, Ellie. Now it's time. Now, now. it's time for our Q and gay. Here we go. Q Q Q, Q, Q and, 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 and gay. Question number one. Who is your fave actual lesbian in Do Revenge? A, Eleanor, B, Carissa, or C, Gabby? Obviously, Eleanor. Good choice. Good answer. Good answer. Question two. What was Eleanor's most unhinged moment out of A, bricking Drea's car, B, taking down Carissa, C, hitting Drea with her car, or D, the final max takedown? I feel like it's really unhinged to hit someone's car. So, I mean, probably that. Fair enough. Fair enough. For me, I feel like the most egregious thing she did was give her the burnt grilled cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie with the right in option. I love it. Like, that was messed up. I mean, like, that you is have pretty one good up. grilled cheese and one burnt one, and you give Dre the burnt one. Like, you always give your. <laughs> that's messed up. But is she really the guest if, like, it's her own house? So, like, technically. Yeah, yeah, messed up. All right. Question number three What is Eleanor's best outfit? A backwards baseball cap. B, purple beret, C, 70s flower shirt, or D, plastic bucket hat? I mean, to be fair, like, she's also in a bikini when she has on the plastic bucket hat. So, like, I don't really think I can be blamed for, like, Well, I was trying not bucket. to objectify her, but fine. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't trying, to be honest. <laughs> but good answer. I mean, to be fair, Drea's objectifying her. Drea, like, so dresses true. her like that. So true. Drea's, like, put the girls on display. Okay. <laughs> Question four, and listen, I just want you to know it was really hard to filter it down to just four choices here because there are endless choices. Hmm. So out of these four choices, when should Drea and Eleanor have kissed? A, the first makeover. B, on shrooms. C, bed cuddles. Or D, on the beach. I think they should have first kissed in the bed cuddles and then they should have kissed again on the beach because I don't want them to kiss for the first time on shrooms because I want them to kiss for the first time when they can like really, you know, like be sober and remember it and like be really into it. True, true, I don't want them to think like, oh, maybe we only kissed because we're on shrooms. Because you can get out of it that way. You can be like, oh, no, I didn't mean it. We were just like, ha But also give me the fic where they do kiss on shrooms and then both of them are like, it was probably just that because they were on drugs and they're not actually in love with me too. Oh my God, yes. That would add so much tension. And then you get the angst and tension 
information out of it. Someone yes. write me that fic, please and thank you. Well, and okay. also we didn't yes. really talk about that scene where they're both hiding in the bathroom stall. They're so yes. close to each other in that bathroom stall. I think that's when they should have first kissed because in the bathroom stall, they could have kissed, they could have there. kissed there and they were not that much on shrooms. But that's when that's when they're no. on shrooms. They're that's on shrooms, but like they're really not they that like, on shrooms. So I guess you're like, right. Yeah. The two of they them clearly dosed okay. themselves. Like they didn't yeah. dose themselves in the same way that they dosed the but rest of But did they dose people. themselves to have the freedom to finally kiss yes. each other? That's all that's I'm, what I'm okay. saying. Like, and I think kiss. actually you're right. They weren't that high. Like they could have kissed and it would have sort of still And they were so close okay. to each other in that bathroom stall. Also, like, I'm sorry, but the way that she kicked that door open was really hot. And the fact that Drea managed to not just jump her in the stall is amazing. Like, honestly, she is the strongest I of know. us. Like, she is Such God's strongest soldier. Such a strength. <laughs> All right. Question number five, our final question. Who is your revenge mommy? A, Drea, or B, Eleanor? Oh, that's hard. I think Eleanor kind of, like... She just, she put like five years of work into it. I mean, you got to like really give it to her. I mean, that's impressive. That's a whole long game. And the long game, I mean, I don't have the patience for that. That's impressive. Like So impressive. Just got to give it up to her for that. That's our Q&A. <laughs> Listeners, you can answer <laughs> on our Twitter at Let's Hang Out Pod. Kristen, thank you so much for hanging out with us and talking about this ridiculously gay bringing us your expertise and beautiful film yes thank you thank you for giving me a reason to now I can pretend that I watched it you know like 12 times or whatever yeah. like, for this for yeah, a yeah, reason yeah. like yes, for this exactly. it was definitely it was all research for this mm-hmm. it wasn't just like my brain being completely unhinged and unable to do anything after it heard the words revenge mommy yep <laughs> that's it and <laughs> remind our listeners Kristen where they can find you on all the social medias. You can find me on every social media at the real K Sparkle, like Twilight Sparkle, but me. Nice. And um yes, and I am everywhere. And then I'm also like bopping around behind the scenes at Les Hangout. So, you know, if you ever message us there or anything, I'll it's probably, probably Kristen. Talk to you. <laughs> it's so probably true. me. <laughs> Incredible. Thank you. This was so fun. Let me hear you say hip, 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 we're gay. We love hearing from you and building community, so we want to shout out some of our favorite things each episode. And today, I have a huge apology. It's Ellie's apology for tour. everyone in our audience. I got a little buck wild. I filmed about 16 to 17 Instagram reels in one day. And one of those reels, I talked about Wonder Woman. And I'm just so sorry that I said that Wonder Woman was in the Marvel Universe. It was a huge oversight. Really embarrassing. Huge oversight on my part. Really embarrassing. And from the bottom of my heart, I am sorry. She, we're, She's sorry to you listeners. She's sorry to Wonder Woman. Just, you know. All around sorry. All around. It's a sad day. We also... <laughs> We also want to shout out, probably not a listener, but we're going to shout them out anyways. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Just Instagram user Kapuka, who Mm -hmm. left us a comment on one of our, um, some of you know, if you go on Instagram, we have graphics that we make of some of our quotes from our episodes. And we had a graphic about how long lesbian first dates last. And we just really enjoyed that someone took the time to comment saying that they were a lesbian and they didn't know what we were talking about and to please not speak for all lesbians. (laughs) To which Lee responded. (laughs) To to which we responded, so sorry, we have actually been elected to speak for all lesbians everywhere. (laughs) We can and will fax you our credentials. Just, you know, reach out to our people. It's fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> Kristen will let you know. So listen, we just it made us laugh. Uh, they had a very good sense of humor about it, and we just thought it was hilarious. That's all. It was, it was incredible. Also, Lily reached out on Instagram, sending us Jamie Lee Curtis's post asking about the Freaky Friday revival, saying that we manifested it. We so man- true. And you're right. We just came out with the Freaky Friday should have been gay. And what did the studio say? Oh, Les Hangout covered it. Let's make a sequel. Revival. And listen, I also think that it's great that we the Freaky Friday episode was like right as the news that Lindsay Lohan is like finally making another movie. It's like came we out. Knew. So like as soon as we were like Lindsay Lohan, friend of the pod, she was like, I should make another movie. So all I'm saying is we did we did manifest we did this. this. You're right, Lily. And you <laughs> should say it. Thank you. Thank you. As always, want to thank our lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster, Tanya Ferguson, Jacqueline Rosashino, Sarah and Julia, Alana Rosen, Lizette Stey, Haiti Benitez, and Fiona W. And our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen, Julia Gonzalez, Leah Henley, and Andrea Doucette. Thank you all so much. We could not make this show without you. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Less Hangout Pod. You can email us at lesshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or you can check out our website at lesshangoutpod.com. Whatever app you use for podcasts, make sure you subscribe so be the first to know when new episodes drop. We also have videos going up on our YouTube channel, so make sure that you subscribe at youtube.com slash lesshangoutpod to catch those. Less Hangout is an independently produced show hosted by us with audio production by me. Our production assistant is Krista Murison and Twitter shenanigans and all kinds of witty replies to our Instagram by Lee Holmes Foster. (laughs) If you want to help support our little independent team, the first way that you can do that is easy and it's free. Leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts app or on whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. That way it helps new people find the show. If you want to join our Patreon, you can do that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. By doing that, you get access to our monthly bonus episodes, Patreon-only Les Essentials watch parties, our patron-only Discord chat where we talk about all things gay, and our undying love. So you want to do that at bit.ly slash All of those things. If you want to pick up some merch, we have all of our designs. You can get them on all sorts of things like sweatshirts and totes and t-shirts and tank tops so whatever climate you happen to be in whatever time of year it is where you are you can get our designs at our t public you can find it at bit.ly slash les shop and remember we have a queer production company making queer podcast musicals with guaranteed happy endings you can find everywhere at dollar bean prod you can also check out our website dollarbeanproductions.com you can also listen to all of the episodes of our first show the flame on any podcasting app And if you want to help support us in making more musicals, we are working on our next show, Journey to the Heart. Right now, we have started recording. We are hard at work to get that show finished. If you want to help support us doing that or also getting the flame into maybe a full-staged production, you can join our Patreon specifically for our musicals at bit.ly slash dollarbeanpatreon. If you want to find us individually, you can find me at Ellie Brigida on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. Let's hang out. out.